with spring comes manure hauling and spreading, and there's going to be more and more equipment back on the roads. But what is demand really like for custom operators? I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farmaport. Manure application is part of the conservation conversation. Isaac Lemoness, OEM product specialist at Arbron Inc., explains how the sustainability conversation fits into his line of work. He says there is a high demand for custom operators to haul manure, but not necessarily enough operators themselves to keep up in the long haul. With the industry uh, growing and growing more cows, decent milk prices and everything, um, dairy farmers, they, they keep adding cows. Um, and just to try to capitalize on their investment and whatnot, generates more manure, more slurry for us to move. So every year it seems like we have more and more manure to move, more and more jobs to get done. And to be honest with you, with the high-speed planters that came in the last five, six years, the demand gets higher and higher every year because you guys want to get the manure out in the field and crops in the ground sooner than ever. So really the demand for the custom manure applicators out there is, to me, higher than ever. How many gallons do you pump a year normally, or what do you expect it to be for 2023? So here at Brown, we uh, we pump uh, about 275 to 280 million gallons a year. And this year, we expect about the same. We had a couple customers who went out of business, you know, so sold the farms, sold the animals. But every time we lose a small guy like that, we end up gaining gallons at, at other dairies because them cows are going somewhere and getting milk somewhere. So every year, our historical customers, you know, traditionally have more slurry to pump. Are there enough custom operators to meet this demand? The demand is greater than it ever has been. Uh, here locally, here in Manitowoc County, we just have a, just had another custom operator, custom manure pumper, who consigned all his equipment on an auction, um, so we lost another custom harvester and pumper. So is there enough custom operators to meet the demand today? Maybe. Tomorrow, in terms of later this year, next year? I foresee this being a being a huge issue in the future. Um, in real, reality, today it is also. You mentioned equipment. <clears throat> How is your access to equipment, or what type of technology are you using to be able to meet different farms' nutrient management plans? How has it changed over the years, and how you're spreading? Access to equipment has been has been tough. I think uh, any industry you're in right now, anybody could vouch for that. It's, it's been it's been tough, but what we're seeing is a lot more. You know, older equipment that traditionally would get traded out of, some guys are, are holding on to and, you know, not updating that, that iron like what they their business plan usually allows them to do. So I'm kind of in a unique role here, both work with our custom application crews. Myself in the past, I used to be a custom pumper before coming to Brown here. So I have that portion of the business and I also represent our OEM product. So for us, you know, manure application equipment is kind of with our fabricators, everyone in the shop here, you know, we kind of dictate the pumping equipment, what we can build, but uh, it's definitely limited. As far as technologies, we're gearing towards for nutrient management plans and everything. We have more and more customers adopting minimum disturbance manure injection. One huge plus with that, when done right, is it's minimizing trips across this field. And so we have customers that we're applying with minimum disturbance injection units in the fall. And when that job's done right, when the field conditions are right, that customer can go out there in the spring and maybe just work headlands lightly or some of the crossover areas where we rut up. But the majority of that field, he's not working twice, three times to work down them ruts. So on the whole conservation side of things, you know, A, we're, we're maintaining the structure of that field, but B, that farmer, end user, has less fuel put into it, less 
tractor hours, less labor, and everything. So it's a win-win for everybody there, in my opinion. As far as technology and equipment changing over the years, we've absolutely seen changes there. Um, whether it's uh, different crop rotations, which is allowing more summer spreading on a green crop, on a cover crop or whatnot, to, like I just said here with the minimum, minimum disturbance injection, one of the big benefits and the big, big thing that the industry and a lot of growers and farmers are changing to it along with us as applicators, um, we're trying to spread more in the summer on a growing crop. That way we can get the nutrients out there on the ground when the crop needs it. Um, you get a lot of good uh, absorption from the ground because it's traditionally more drier, you know, better fit than in the uh, wet fall or in the wet spring. Um, and also that crop can use them nutrients when they need it. So that's one of the big things that really not even just Wisconsin, I, I see Midwest and almost country, you know, nationwide here uh, that's getting more more and more adapted to. Sustainability plays a key role into what you guys do every day, but how are you doing when it comes to land conservation plans and DNR coming in or things like that? Sustainability is huge. Um, right now, the business owners, you know, these farmers that are running like a business and looking to the future, sustainability is their top, in my opinion, one of their top, top goals um, when looking five, ten years down the road. So what we're doing there, you know, is an industry-wide, um, like I mentioned prior, the minimum disturbance injection, um, you know, lowering application rates, which there we're putting less gallon per acre down. Uh, one, one way we're achieving that is spreading it out, like with the cover crops, um, being able to spread on a green crop, spreading on that ground multiple times a year um, versus doing a large dose in the spring or a large, large dose in the fall. We're able to spread the nutrients out. You know, able to get them to the crops when they need them. The big thing is conservation-wise, you know, in the future at ICE is maintaining that soil structure. You know, if we go out there with a conventional chisel plow or a disc or whatnot, which a lot of people are doing yet, you know, every, everyone's ground's a little different. We're disturbing that whole top layer of that soil, and any type of decent structure we have there is gone in that top couple inches. So... There's, a, there's definitely changes coming down the pipeline. There's changes that have been impl- implemented already as far as that. Um, but a, a lot of good things happening for in the future here in the, in the dairy world as far as manure injection. As your clients change, so do you. And that affects your inputs in your costs and your business. From a farmer's perspective, when hiring you, are their costs going up? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, inputs have gone up, whether it's labor, iron, tires, you know, you name it, almost everything out there is up. Um, you know, and with that, if, if, if prices don't change, out goes, out goes profitability and sustainability for a company. Um, so, yeah, you know, prices have changed. Prices have reflected with that. But at the end of the day, we're trying to provide a top-notch service to customers. And so we need top-notch employees, top-notch equipment to do that. So um, a lot of our customers understand as long as we're not gouging. Um, a lot of our customers understand the increases, and they're, they're seeing it across the board. When it comes to hauling, how are road weight limits affecting you? So, yeah, so road weights, uh, you know, come spring here, the application season is right around the corner. We're constantly constantly battling, you know, road postings um, when as that frost is coming out, which up here in Wisconsin right now, we don't have much frost. Um, we have snow cover. Um, not much frost, but uh, yeah, whenever we need to truck manure, there's alternate routes that need to be taken 
to get that uh, to get that slurry out to the field. Road weights and uh, you know postings definitely are an issue. But at the end of the day, though, as much as it's a pain in the butt, we all want to protect our infrastructure because um, if we damage it today, we're gonna you know we're gonna have to live with it for tomorrow and the following years. What other key issues are you guys facing? Yeah, other issues we're facing, um, I touched on a little bit, is, is labor. And the, uh, you know, the labor pool, it seems like, and it's not just the custom world and farming in general, that pool keeps diminishing less and less every year. Um, we're trying to do more and more with automation, more and more with just trying to, you know, make guys' jobs easier. Um, and I guess with the, with the whole labor shortage comes uh, efficiency, you know, so that's where... I see more and more people buying larger equipment um, and more efficient equipment, even though they had equipment in place to do the job. They're trying to do it quicker to get guys home quicker at night um, to try to create more of a sustainable work environment to maintain your good employees and keep them here. Um, other issues that we were running into, you know, di- different uh, different laws that are changing and being implemented in some of the CDL and uh, licensing with trucks. I spent uh, my night at a county meeting here with the DOT. Uh, great conversations with them. Um, just trying to trying to work with the uh, the law enforcement to make sure everyone's on the same page um, and move forward with some of this stuff. Like I said earlier, with the weight weight limits, um, we're not trying to damage infrastructure. Uh, we just need to understand from the legislative side and from the enforcement side what all parties need to do and what we have to do to move forward to be really better for the environment, better for the uh, community and everything else there. That was Isaac Lemoness, OEM Product Specialist at Arbron Inc. To learn more about custom manure application, go to arbroninc.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.